together growing in faith, changing communities. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Dear friends, I would like us today to reflect on the Gospel of Mark chapter 5 verses 21 to 43. At that time when Jesus had crossed again in the boat to the other side, a great crowd gathered about him and he was beside the sea. Then came one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name, and seeing him he fell at his feet and he begged him saying, My little daughter, is at the point of death. Come, lay your hands on her so that she may be made well and live. And he went with him and a great crowd followed him and thronged about him. And there was a woman who had had a flow of blood for 12 years, who had suffered greatly under many physicians and had spent all that she had, and was not able to be better, but rather her situation grew worse. She had heard the reports about Jesus, and came up behind him in the crowd, and touched his garments. For she had said to herself, If only I touch even his garments, I shall be made well. And immediately, the hemorrhage ceased, and she felt it in her body, that she was healed of a disease. And Jesus, perceiving in himself that power had gone forth from him, immediately turned about in the crowd and said, Who touched my garments? And his disciples said to him, You see the crowd pressing around you, and yet you say, who touched me? And he looked around to see who had done it. But the woman, knowing what had happened to her, she came in fear and trembling, and she fell down before him, and she, took, and she told him the whole truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace, be healed of your disease. When he was still speaking, there came from the ruler's house some who said, Your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further? But ignoring what they said, Jesus said to the ruler of the synagogue, Do not be afraid, only believe. And he allowed no one to follow him except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. When they came to the house of the ruler of the synagogue, he saw a tumult. And people were weeping and wailing loudly. And when he had entered, he said to them, Why do you make such a commotion and weep? The child is not dead, but sleeping. And they laughed at him. But he put them all outside and took the child's father and mother and those who were with him and went in where the child was. Taking her by the hand, he said to her, Talita kumi, little girl, I say to you, arise. 
And immediately the girl got up and walked for she was 12 years old. And immediately there was, they were overcome with amazement and he strictly charged them not to tell anyone and told them to give her something to eat. It's a beautiful reading. Jesus crosses over. He goes to the other side and comes an important person, the ruler of the synagogue, and is begging for help. Not for himself, but rather for his daughter. And I've had that experience where mothers particularly, they worry so much about their sons and daughters. They worry so much about their children, about the well-being of their children. Some of them even ask themselves, what will become of them should I drop dead now? And so Jesus is concerned about this man who worries so much about his daughter. But then as he sees this, and as he talks to this man, another case takes place. A man, a woman comes behind Jesus. She decides, because of her situation, because of her problem, because of her dilemma, she wants to intervene. She needs help. Now, this is quite interesting. Both of them are looking for help. Jarius is asking on behalf of his daughter. The woman on behalf of herself. Both of them have number 12. The little girl is 12 years old. As long as she's been alive, this woman has been bleeding. Now, there is an interesting concept. She's bleeding blood. What are you bleeding? What am I bleeding? Do I feel stuck? Do I feel suffocated? Do I feel that I'm not growing? Do I feel that I don't belong? Do I feel that people are just feeling sorry for me? And so the most beautiful thing, this is what she's feeling, but it doesn't end there. She says, if only I were to touch the garments, I'll be made whole. She knows a blight, but she also knows if only I was to touch Jesus, things would be better. Jarius knows the plight of his daughter, but he says, if only I can take him home, she'll be fine. Now, sitting on the first story, we know what happened in the second story. The woman is healed and, and, and Jesus says, daughter, your faith has made you well. But I would like us to briefly look at the scenario of Jairus. The first part, Jairus comes as the one who begs. 
so that Jesus comes and touches his daughter and she's alive. The second scenario is quite different. Jesus is no longer asked to go and heal someone who is sick. He's asked now to go to bring to life someone who has died. Have you ever, ever noticed how things can just turn south? How things can just work differently than what we've known. And despite that, he continues to appeal to the mercy of God. He continues to ask and he continues to believe. And so, as Jarius goes home and the messengers have come, Jesus makes a great move. Leave them behind. He takes Peter, James, and John. He takes the mother and the father. And he says, I need to heal you. Do not worry about what they've said, Jesus says. Do not worry about what they've said. It's like in, in Genesis. Am I not the life and the resurrection? In the book, Gospel of John, unless you eat my body and drink my blood, you have no life. In John chapter 11, are you not ready to receive a miracle? May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen.